Lovely. Okay, so brilliant. So we have Doreen on today from A to B Dog Training. Hi, Doreen. Hiya, morning. Hi, morning. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to find out all about Doreen's journey, um, journey to becoming a trainer, how it felt, how things are going now, and some tips at the end. Hopefully. <laughs> so that would be, be really nice to hear your story, Doreen. So first of all, um, what made you start up as a dog trainer in the first place? Well, I'm one of these mature ladies, that's what I'll call myself, um, and I used to do dog training uh, way back in the late 80s, um, oh, okay. kennel club, um, and it was all voluntary, so I did that twice a week and mm -hmm. uh, went Mondays and Thursdays and actually loved it, um, but then kids get in the way and all the rest of it gets in the way and life just goes on, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, yeah. So I got made redundant. Um after working for 20 years, and I thought, oh, <laughs> what oh, do you do now? Yeah. So I put my redundancy money into courses, mm -hmm. got um, qualified, decided I would open up my own business, uh, really, really scary, um, and just went for it, literally just went for it. And, yeah, and that's how I got started. So I, I opened up in 2018. So I'm still mm -hmm. new at the business side of things, although I've, I've been involved with dogs for seems like centuries. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah, it, yeah, it's quite scary. But of course, then we got COVID, didn't we? And I'm thinking, oh. of course, yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> which for a new business starting up was a bit of a, a shock to the system. Uh -huh. I'm still here. I'm still here and I'm still going. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah, Did you find it hard to choose your courses when, when you were looking for courses? Um, I wanted I wanted something. I went with Absolute Dogs. I know a lot of people poo-poo it, but mm -hmm. I wanted something completely different to yeah. give, give myself the confidence to start because at the time you didn't need proper qualifications. I'm not knocking Absolute Dogs. No, and we, well, we still don't, do we? There's nothing out there. There's no regulations for anyone no. to be a behaviourist or a dog trainer. That's right. So I just wanted to get, get started, really. Then I went into the more formal um, mm -hmm. accreditations and went with Canine Principles and um, got oh, a lovely. canine coach there. Um, and I, I've just got more involved and more involved. Um, mm -hmm. I do have uh, rescue dogs from Romania, so I'm really into. Oh wow! I'm really into that. So I've got involved in all the groups of that as well. So yeah. I literally started off uh, and just kept going, and you, you're always learning. That's the thing. There's always something comes up that you want to do, and you know. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I've never known an industry before. <clears throat> I've you know personally worked with dogs all my life but I've never known an industry such as dog training where we are continuously learning aren't we and continuously yeah. taking courses but I think it's really good to learn from lots of different lots of different places yeah I I thought I'd be really into the absolute dog stuff and that's all I would do but it's mm -hmm. not it's not all I do I do you know everything it works lots of different in, things yeah it definitely yeah. works with all the context of the stuff I work with it's all positive reinforcement um oh, and it works with that and it's fun but there's yeah. so many other things out there that you need you, you do actually have to just go out there and learn and stuff but yeah you do yeah. so when you first started did you start out I mean a, a lot of people talk about having a niche and things but I think that's something that's really hard to do when you're when you start out would you say you've developed any type of niche over the years now yeah I live in quite a very rural area so it's very difficult to niche down 
really, uh -huh. really good oh, okay. just because of the population size. Um, yeah. Without having to travel for miles, and I have to travel for miles anyway. But I, I have, I still do puppies um, because mm -hmm. puppies turn into adult dogs, and some adult dogs can have behavioural issues. So I Definitely. like to keep that open. Um, so I do, I do puppy classes. Um, mm -hmm. I do specialise in separation anxiety, which is something I, I oh, can amazing. do online, um, which should make it more, you know, um, accessible for other people that are not living where I live. Um, oh, okay. So you do Zoom calls for separation yeah, anxiety it's, clients. It's all, it's all, Zoom, oh, amazing. It's all done that way. So that's through the Julian A. Smith programme. Um, and I actually work with the anxious, nervous dogs um oh. because of my rescue background um, yeah four, oh amazing yeah four rescues from Romania now um mm -hmm. so I think I think I'm quite an expert when it comes to a Romanian rescue so but that works outside the box it's not just Romanian rescue it's all anxious mm -hmm. it's all the same really it's just a yeah more specialized oh yeah. brilliant with your training journey how did it kind of feel when you first started obviously you were a bit different because you've had experience in training before was there how have you felt sort of during your journey because I know personally you know I have sort of myself and another um, trainer was talking um last week about the word imposter syndrome and was talking oh. about um maybe we shouldn't call it imposter syndrome maybe we should just call it a, a confidence blip instead because I think as trainers we have our ups where things are great and then <laughs> we might have a little oh, blip yeah. did you find any sort of times oh, in it, your career where it's been a bit yeah it's all the time there's the things will, that'll happen and you go oh god that that wasn't right or oh uh -huh. did I do that right or you know this should have happened and you start to really doubt yourself yeah um, and I think we need to look back at all the good things that have happened sometimes. Even it's difficult. I don't take Definitely. compliments easily. I, I you know, I'm one of these people and somebody said, You've done a fantastic job. I go, mm. <laughs> but, but I yeah. could have done better. Um, but that's who I am. And and I have to reinforce to myself that yeah, I do do a good job. You know, mm -hmm. I, I I do this, but it's really hard when you when you're you're inside, you're sort of doubting all the time. And I think everybody gets it. Everybody um, gets it. And I just think it's important, you know, for definitely during these interviews to let other people know it happens to all of us. Oh, and I think yeah. it's just, you know, we care. We care so much that we, you know, we have these little blips sometimes. So I think it's important. And that's really nice advice as well. Just remember all the good things people have said. Yeah, and, you remember know, congratulate yourself. Um, yeah, definitely. And I, think, I think when you see it, um, none of us are perfect that's something I've, I've always thought of as well and we all make mistakes because we're human but mm -hmm. it's learning from them you've got to learn from your mistakes really admit them yeah. because blink and egg I've, I've done quite a few and I think oh god <laughs> and admit it to yourself I think that's the hardest bit yeah um, and just learn just learn from it because we are uh -huh. human after all you know yeah, we situation. are. Yeah, that's right. And keep, yeah, definitely yeah. keep learning. I was having a look at your page today. I think it looks amazing. So you've oh, had some you. radio interviews recently. I know. <laughs> how did that, how did that I, come I, about? That looked amazing. Well, I've, been on te I've been on telly and that was oh, really wow. weird. Yeah, I've been on telly. I've been on our local news um, just before Christmas. And that, that mm -hmm. sort of happened within two days. I, you know, I got contacted. Yeah, um, and that was um, oh, got my brains gone. That that was just sort of an, an impromptu thing, and I didn't even have a Christmas tree up or anything. It was like, oh, you want a Christmas tree? Okay, oh. a Christmas tree. 
Oh wow! And so, so you were contacted by the TV station and the radio station, were you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, Rachel Spencer. Uh, Rachel Spencer. That um, uh-huh. she was a fantastic group. Yeah, and she put out some ideas, and she knew someone from this area, and they phoned me up and said, "Yeah, can you do this?" And I'm going, I'm thinking it's just for a little bit in the newspaper. And yeah, said, what are you doing on what are you doing on Thursday? I don't know. Wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah. So it was more or less just like that, and from that, I got a little bit more confidence because mm-hmm. I thought, well, if they want me, I must be okay. That's that imposter syndrome again, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. And someone else had put on a post to do with the Lake District and um, friendly areas for dog walkers. He wasn't wanting someone going on. I just mm-hmm. spoke to him. I said, "Have you thought about? Have you thought about doing a little little session um, once a week or something?" Oh, wow. And he's just got a new puppy as well, and he said that would be brilliant. So we've decided it's all free. It's all it's just getting out there. Yeah, um, we do a sort of fifteen minute little chat about him and his puppy and some of the stuff he's struggling with um, every Friday. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah, it's that was fantastic. brilliant. So yeah. even though it might have been a little bit nerve-wracking, you're really getting yourself out there and would yeah. you see, advise yeah, others I, to do the same? To I think I think you just have to put your big girl pants on sometimes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. And sort of go, because you're not, you, I think now I've said to myself, if, if it, don't take it as failure if they don't say yes. That was mm-hmm. one of the hard things. That's that imposter syndrome again. I must be doing, I must be rubbish because they don't want me. Um, yeah. And, and get yourself out there. Just just start getting noticed. Definitely. You know, the more Definitely. the more people see who you are and what you're doing, the better it is, especially when the you better. live in a small, small rural country. Like uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. How did you find getting in your clients for people that are wanting to go online? You said with your separation anxiety, oh, has that been hard? Is- it is the yeah. online stuff is hard, but I don't think I've got confidence in it. Mm-hmm. I think that's why it's hard because if you're not confident in what you're trying to sell, you're not going to give out good vibes oh. about it, really. Uh-huh. Um, separation anxiety is quite good because that's all it is. You know, mm-hmm. you, you can't really sit in a room with a dog with separation anxiety because you're not. It's it's not showing separation no. anxiety if you're there. Yeah, so, that's right. That one, that one works really well, but all the other ones I've had a little tinkle with, and I, I, it doesn't feel right for me. I, I like the contact. I like the person to person. I like, I like uh-huh. seeing the dogs. Yeah, know. you like being with them. Yeah, yeah. I would love oh. it to work. I would. It'd be so much easier if it did, but I don't, yeah. I don't seem to get it here. I'm sure other uh-huh. people do, but I don't. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, that's brilliant. Um, is there? If, if you had to give somebody three tips or a few tips for their for their training journey, what would be your sort of top three takeaways that you that you'd let people right. know about? Okay. So that can be within training or business or, or anything. Yeah, any tips I that you think you have to be open to other things. I think that's the main thing. Don't be don't be stuck down the one channel and mm-hmm. focusing on one thing like I did at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and be confident in that yeah so so don't just focus on one way of doing something there's always something to learn you know there's there's always new Completely. stuff coming out yeah so yeah don't be scared um <laughs> you've just got to do it you, you have actually just got to do it get into some groups of support get you know get people that's done it and been there and, and got the t-shirt because mm-hmm. you know they've they've made the mistakes and can share mistakes with you and um, that really helps 
hundred percent yeah and don't get caught with FOMO I, I was really bad at saying I'll have to have I'll have to buy that one I'll have to buy that oh. one because that one looks good <laughs> yeah it, it, it's horrendous you know you, you're always sort of thinking want something else better something's going to help just just watch out for the sparkly things uh-huh. don't always work the sparkly things so yeah, yeah definitely there's a lot of that out there isn't there it's so yeah. easy to get drawn into drawn into everything definitely Oh, Doreen, that's been amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming You're on. You're welcome. That's been I'm really, really lovely. I'm, lo- I'm loving oh, it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, one of the things that you just mentioned, that's the reason I started up the Dog Trainers Network was because I got qualified through the IMDT and I had my new trainer friends, but I didn't have anyone that I'd connected with that was experienced, qualified, and I felt out there in the deep end. Mm. So I wanted, I didn't want anyone else to feel on their own <laughs> yeah, out, it, out there. It and, and it's quite thing. scary. And, yeah. and some of the big Facebook groups can feel a bit daunting. You might not feel comfortable asking questions in the huge groups, you know, so you don't really know what you're going to get back. So I wanted to create a safe space for, for dog trainers to help in their training journey, help with some CPD with training. So we have experts come in and stuff. And help with the business side of things as well, because we all love learning about dogs yeah. <laughs> and working with the dogs. But the business side, you know, as boring as it is, has to be done. Yeah, well, well <laughs> so um, day, that's I where was, it came from. I was thinking about this other day. You know, I'm just a dog trainer. I know I'm not just a dog trainer. I do, I do um, publicity. I do um, tax returns. I do, you, you know. Yeah, that's it. You're the marketing person, the accountant, the yeah, the the PR person, the admin person, the dog trainer. Everything. Everything. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing how you can because I didn't have any tech skills, honestly. You know, I I could go on WhatsApp and I could do this and send emails and stuff. Uh Uh-huh. It's such a learning thing. You know, I still have it. I still uh, emails and things like that and email lists and things I go oh, whoa <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah so there's so much more that there's out there that will benefit you but when mm-hmm. it's it's overwhelmed isn't it when you get all this information yeah you can be overwhelmed and and definitely then if anybody's like me you just sort of shut down then and go nah not gonna do it because uh-huh. I can't cope I'm a bit like that so if I get yeah. overwhelmed I'd rather not do it at all Rather not do it at all. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's, that's totally understandable. Yeah. Try and just do myself, you know, focus on just one thing at a time, get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do yeah, the next thing and then sort of time management and stuff as well helps. Yeah. But um, yeah, oh, thank you so much, Doreen. Oh, you're welcome. Um, it's been really, really lovely hearing your story. I'm just going to stop the recording. <laughs>